We all need to pray for Will Smith. Good morning, Christian America. You're probably saying, what? Pray for Will Smith. Did you see what he just did on live television? Did you just see the act of violence that he committed against a, a fellow artist? Did you see how disrespectful he was? Yes, 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 and yes. I saw all of that. But what we're not going to do is we're not going to judge him. And it's precisely because of what he did with everything that he's got that we should all be praying for him. Let's discuss it briefly as we get ready for the weekend. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort where we seek to revitalize the Christian faith across our nation. It's super important. It's the most important thing that we can do is to preach and to spread the message of Christ, because without him, we can never be truly fulfilled. And with that message, I want to get to what I wanted to talk to you briefly today about, and that's Will Smith. I know it's Friday. You've been hearing for the last week about what happened at the Oscars, about him uh, hearing a joke about his wife and committing an, an act of violence on live television against a fellow actor, a fellow comedian, a fellow movie star. And you're probably asking yourself, Eddie, why, why are you bringing this up? I've heard all the other shows bring it up. I've heard the Good For Nothing News bring it up. I've heard all the other podcasts bring this, bring this up and discussions about his marriage and discussions about whether or not the joke was appropriate or not, discussions whether or not the response was appropriate or not. And people are taking sides and people are, are vilifying one of, the, one of the people involved or and they're glorifying the other person involved. We're not going to participate in that type of discussion and conversation. For one, it's none of our business. We don't know anyone involved personally. The second thing a reason why I want to discuss it today is because it is a clear, friends, it's a clear example of the necessity of Christ. It is clear that what took place is a tragedy, not simply because of the actions that just took, that, that we saw on TV, but the real decay the real emotional outbursts from Will Smith in that act of violence, full of self-consciousness, full of fear, full of seemingly desperation. You don't act out in violence unless you, you at some element of your life are in desperation, are in despair. And it's that is why we say that we need to pray for him. We need to pray for him and we need to pray for his family. We need to pray for his marriage. We need to pray for his, his conversion to Christ because he stands as one of the clearest examples of our time today that we saw with our own eyes, someone who has achieved everything you can possibly think of in the material world. He has reached the mountaintops in fame, in money, 
in material goods, in wealth. He's an international superstar, for goodness sakes. He's on TV all the time and everywhere. He's a celebrity. His kids are a celebrity. His wife is a celebrity. He's been doing this for over three decades. There is nothing materially that he needs. There's nothing material uh, that he has needed for the last two decades. But yet he still finds it someplace deep inside of him where he needs to act out because of the pain and the frustration and the emotion that he has buried deep inside, friends. And I want to talk about that today. What led to the actions that we all saw on television. If you follow this podcast, if you if you watch our content in the videos, you, you would know that a reoccurring theme of ours is the, the idea that God has a plan for you first, that he is in our lives, that there is a God who takes an active role in our lives, that he puts us here so that we may fulfill the plan that he has for us, that we may do the work that he's put us for, that we care for and that we work for and that we protect the things that he's blessed us with. And when we are on that road, and I want you to imagine a road or a sidewalk, a path in front of us, when God's plan is in front of us and we are squarely on that path we are on that road that he has designed us for we are in alignment with his plan for us spiritually and that if we continue to walk which means believing in him seeking the kingdom first being kind and generous loving him loving one another as we love ourselves if, if we seek the works of Christ and continue to walk that road that he's designed for us, that we will be fulfilled. We can be happy. We can have joy, true joy, not material joy, but true joy, a joy that is very difficult to describe to someone who's not a believer. But if you've ever felt the Holy Spirit within you, then you know what type of joy I'm talking about. When we live God's plan, when we walk that path for him, we have to start spiritually. You have to start with faith. You have to believe in him, and then you have to seek his words and his works, the words through scripture, through revelation, and then the works as it comes to us in our daily lives. And when we do that, we maintain that alignment with God. We have fulfillment in our lives. We have purpose. We have meaning because he's provided it for us. But if we don't do that, if we step off the path a bit and we spiritually separate ourselves, and we can do it in a variety of ways, I'll name a few. For one, we don't believe in God. Or maybe we did believe and now we, we, we doubt him. We, we turn our back on him. Or maybe we've never been taught who God was. And so we don't know him. And so we don't know to seek him. And so when we start to deviate spiritually from God, we start to separate ourselves spiritually from God, usually there's no immediate repercussion. Usually it takes time. But as we continue to veer off further and further from God's plan for us, what happens to us is we decay spiritually. God stands with his arms open, ready to embrace us back at any time. But if we turn our back to him and we continue going down the path 
that he did not plan for us and we fall into the traps and the schemes of the devil, we're going to continue to spiritually decay. That spiritual decay leads to an emotional decay and a psychological decay, a mental decay. And we see this not just with someone like Will Smith. We see that with someone like Anthony Bourdain. We see with uh, that with someone like Kurt Cobain or Amy Winehouse or any number of famous, uh, prosperous um, superstars or, or athletes or musicians in the world that have all the material trappings, but yet they still feel the need, that they still feel that emptiness that they have to try to fill with something other than what God has for them, than the love of God. And so they try to fill it with alcohol. They try to fill it with other, uh, with promiscuity, with pornography. They try to fill it with drugs. They try to fill it with everything else, with money, with prestige, with importance, with cars or clothes or fame. They try to fill it with all these other things. And throughout this process of turning away from God and trying to seek the material world to fill the, the giant hole within them, to fulfill that purpose, that meaning, so that they could achieve that joy, that, that glorification in that process, that spiritual decay that started from the very first step away from God, the further it goes, you, you, be, you, you, you come to emotionally decay. You come to psychologically decay. And you have to keep turning to different things to try to fill that hole within you. And if that spiritual decay, which has led to emotional decay, which has led to psychological decay, and has probably led to some kind of isms, escapism, alcoholism, drug, uh, uh, drug abuse, um, promiscuity, pornography, any of those things, any of those vices of the world, gambling could be one of them to fill that time, the more time you spend off the path that God has for you, the more emotional and spiritual decay take place. And if left unchecked, if you leave that unchecked, what you're going to eventually have is you're going to have the, the material life catch up to that spiritual life. And I think we see that on display when we see superstars and rich people and famous people commit suicide when we see them overdose in hotel rooms because they're trying to fill themselves with all the with all the glitz and the glamour that and temptation that the world has and they fall short they can never take enough they can never have enough they can never be truly filled and the in the physical world the physical uh, uh body catches up to that spiritual decay that started so long, long ago. And it's in those times, friends, that we need to pray for those people. Those are the people that, that need our prayers the most because they're so far gone. When, when we get back to, to Will Smith, so when you don't believe in God for whatever reason, you don't believe in Jesus Christ for whatever reason, you don't believe in the sanctity of marriage, and we won't get into all the stuff that has come out about his marriage. 
that's not my place to talk about. I'll let you find that out or hear someone else speak about it. But when you don't take seriously the bond of marriage, which God gives us in Genesis 2, where he says a man shall leave his mother and father and live with his wife and the two become one flesh. That's it. That's a bond that God creates through marriage that no one can break. That is a sacred vow. That is a sacred trust. That is a sacred bonding of two people, one man, one woman in the eyes of God, where they become one. And so when you start to separate from God's plan, when you step off his path, the righteous path, and you start to do your own thing, calamity ensues. And I think we've seen it in, on display now in this man's life for years at this point. Adulterous relationships, open marriages, and the like. Again, not here to cast aspersions other than to say when you step outside of what God has planned for you, you become misaligned. And the longer you stay misaligned, the more the spiritual, emotional, psychological, eventually physical decay occurs. And when you're famous, it occurs in front of everyone. And so let this be a lesson, because even though Will Smith has attained the, the peaks of the material life, all the money he could want, all the cars he could want, all the clothes he could want, all the fame, all the awards uh, on movies, on TV, in you know, creating his own music, you name it, the guy has done it all. He's still longing to please, to be enough for the woman that he sleeps with, the woman in his house, that bond that God has created, that unification that God takes part in is real. And so a man, and I'll speak from a man's point of view because that's all I can do. But for a man who lives in the material world to achieve everything that you could ever attain in the material, to come home and to know in his mind and in his heart that the one he should care about the most, he's not enough for, that he, he can be so much to the rest of the world, but he's not enough for the one that he loves, that tears at a man's soul. It tears at his heart and his psyche. And if you don't know where to turn, because you don't know that Jesus is waiting for you, this is how your life will play out in front of others. And so we, as Christians today, we can do two things I think we should do. We should, one, we should applaud Chris Rock for quite literally giving his cheek and allowing Will to strike it without retaliation, without making the situation worse. Kudos in that. But the second thing we should do as Christians, 
is recognize and not take pleasure in someone's downfall, not take pleasure in watching someone emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, and physically unravel right in front of our eyes. We should have compassion for that man. For even though he has so much, friends, would you agree that he has so little? If you can't be who you truly are in the house in which you lay your head and with the people whom you share your bed, you have so little. We don't take pleasure in seeing this. We should be compassionate when we witness such tragedy. And we should pray for Mr. Smith, for his wife, for his children, for his family. We should pray that he turns back to God, that he turns back to the word of Christ and the example that he gives us. We should pray that he turns his life around, that he puts away all the foolishness, that he turns away from any other lifestyle that goes against what God tells us. We pray that he gets his life on track emotionally and uh, psychologically, but most importantly, that he gets his life back on track spiritually, biblically, so that we don't see something further tragic in the future. Don't take joy in what has taken place. Have in mercy and generosity and kindness in this situation. We should all pray to God that his life gets better. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you like messages like this, if you support what we're trying to do here, we don't ask for your donations. We ask for your participation. Participate by liking and sharing this video. Participate by subscribing to this podcast, to this Rumble channel, to this YouTube channel. Go to Christian American Tees at ChristianAmericanTees.com. And pick yourself up some Christian American apparel like what I got on right now. Because this is what we need to do today. We're in hand-to-hand -hand combat. We need to be praying for our friends. And we need to be praying for our enemies. We need to pray for the, for the good works and the goodness of people through the love of God to be, to be spread out and laid out for us all. To bask in, to glory in, to have joy in. And with that, ladies and gentlemen... Uh, we will see you again on Monday where we continue our journey through the gospel of John in chapter two. Until then, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.